Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Going on, dirty, dirty. It's DA on CBS Sports Radio. DA, how you feeling, bro? Man, I'm feeling great. I'm doing great. Happy! Tuesday, boys and girls. One question, one question only. How do you feel? I feel good, and I'm doing well. Hey, that's all that really matters. Coming up in 20 minutes, sports. Can you wear shorts to a wedding? Advanced analytics. Would you get angry at somebody who refused to eat ice cream? And your epic fail. Plus, mystery guest number two, 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 coming up today as we salute Mraz in his final week here on the show. Number two. That's right. Which is an apt description of the show most days. Two. Saquon Barkley, Tony Pollard, Josh Jacobs, none of which got long-term deals yesterday. They were all forced to sign the one-year franchise tag. Let's not play the violins for them, the songs of sorrow. They are all making $10 million this season apiece. Each one of them an average of the top three highest paid at the position. So you and I would love to have a situation where every year you got paid the top three at your position or even one year to get that type of salary. Not bad money when you when you crunch the numbers. But all three of them were advised by their agents, their friends, whatever, that they were worth more than that. And in this case, as you might imagine, I certainly root for the player in most cases. I The players are the things that we love most about the sport. And all three have been remarkably productive for their teams. And all three of them have, by and large, been good off the football field as well. But there is the harsh reality. And the world changes and you have to be flexible. And you cannot assume that you are deserving of things that came before you just because you might walk a similar path. We see this all the time with cultural touchstones of yesteryear, whether it's newspapers or VCRs or ticket stubs, things that we have nostalgia for and really liked, and they go away. We had Stephen Canella, the editor-in-chief of Sports Illustrated, on yesterday. And I used to love getting Sports Illustrated every week to my mailbox. I mean, really, truly love it. And now it comes once a month, and by and large, it's like I'll get to it when I get to it. I wish I could still get ticket stubs. I loved ticket stubs. But the world does change, and you can't assume that you just deserve those same things. And so I think what Saquon and Pollard and and Jacobs, unless there is a, a 
a collective agreement by their agents and the players. Hey, we're all going to take the tag this year. None of us are going to take what we feel is less than our worth. And next year we're doing this for a reason when we come up next season or something. I think it was a mistake. I think you take the money, even if it's less than you think it's wor you're worth. Because a year from now, you won't be worth more, even if you sit out. A year of your prime elapses, even if you don't carry the football. You go from 26 to 27 or 25 to 26. And if you play on the franchise tag and say, fine, I'm going to ball out. Well, that means you are 300 touches less valuable to your next employer. Because employers look at the running back position and say, there's only so many bullets in the chamber. And if we just saw him use 200 carries and 75 catches... Well, those are 275 touches we might not get them for. So there is no win here by these players not taking the money. You might as well just take it. Unless you're just banking on the rest of my career is a two-year play. It's this year I get paid 10, and next year they franchise me again and I get paid 12, and so be it. I'm done with my earnings at 28 years old, and that's good. Hey, if that's the play, that's the play. But if you want a longer-term security, and it's just not realistic, take the security you can get right now. And don't let ego run amok. And I feel like, at least for Saquon, it felt like this was a perceived disrespect. That he had come back from injury. He was a big part of the offense last year. He's been good off the football field. He's good to the community. And, and he felt they were disrespecting him. And I just don't think that's the case here. I think it's the market forces in effect. And for a guy like Tony Pollard, good on you. You outplayed Zeke. You were a fourth-round pick. You were dirt cheap compared to Zeke. And they said, we don't need Zeke anymore. But because Tony Pollard was successful, the Dallas Cowboys and maybe the New York Giants and maybe the Raiders look at Tony Pollard and say, well, we'll just find the next Tony Pollard. That's a fourth-round guy that can be a bell cow. If they can find him, we can find him. And it's not like he is Tom Brady in the sixth round that you never find a Hall of Famer that late. The mid-round running backs are everywhere. So every team feels like they can find the next Tony Pollard of the world, Austin Ecklers of the world. Go down the list. Whereas who will big blues? Main running backs be if Barkley decides I'm not playing this year. Um, well, my first answer would be Dalvin Cook. My second answer would be uh, who's out of a job, right? Rookie out of Oklahoma, Eric Gray and Matt Breda. So, and Matt Breda is a journeyman. Yeah, bounce around quite a bit, but played well when Barkley was banged up in games last year. So, and so if they feel like. They can get decent production. I mean, as a as a big blue fan yourself, let's just say Barkley today says, I'm not playing with the franchise tag. You'll see me in 2024. How much of a, a dip do you think the running back position would take? It will take a dip this year, but I think you bite it on this year. And if it mean I I they should still be able to compete. They got Darren Waller. They they got Paris Campbell. They hope they could pass the ball more. So yeah, it'll take a dip this year, but I think you're not worried about the dip this year. The point is, if the Giants, I'm sorry, Big Blue, 
are so reliant on him in 2024 and 2025, part of that extension, well, the team's probably in bigger trouble if they're still relying on a running back that keeps getting older. That's a good point, too. You're going to shell out money in years now for situations you hope you're less entangled or dependent on the running back in. Yeah. Not just the Giants, but I, I would say the, the Raiders as well. Absolutely. The Cowboys as well. They would hope that by 24 and 25, they found all these guys' replacements because these guys are all 25, 26 years old. And the Giants are the – what are we calling them, that big blue? Big blue. Are, are the poster boys for everybody in football – when you think of the fact that they arguably lost in their prime their best running back ever, and the following year with a fourth-round pick and seventh-round pick won a Super Bowl when Tiki Barber retired suddenly. Go Big Blue! Tiki was extraordinary in 2006. He was one of the best running backs in the NFL. He retired at the end of the season to pursue media opportunities, and they filled in with Brandon Jacobs and Ahmad Bradshaw and won the Super Bowl. So... It was a pretty good example right there of, hey, we can split the production from one superstar to two very good players, and we might be better off for it. Lukewarm Churro is trashing the Vietnamese restaurant he went to last night for giving me a bad case of liquid lightning. Couldn't stay further than a two-minute walk from the porcelain throne due to the frantic backdoor geyser. Warm, sizzling garbage. That's very descriptive. Probably too descriptive. Now, Ka- Ka- that'll be my nickname if I ever lose weight. Liquid lightning. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle in Arizona has a trash. I think we can all relate to. I'm trashing all these people that think Naruto could defeat Goku. Get real. Get them out. Year of the buffoon type stuff. Totally gross, dude. Exactly. That's not a wrestling thing, is it? And that must be a Pokemon thing. Yeah. Yeah. Or a it's video I know game of. thing. It's okay. nothing in wrestling that I know of. It's nothing in wrestling. No, I don't no. think it's anything in wrestling. I okay. think it might be uh, mixed martial arts. No, that's true. Randy tweets, I'm trashing my bloody internet for going out and knocking my cameras out and making me think something is bad wrong at my house while I'm working. Hashtag get them out, or in this case, get them on. Totally gross, dude. Art, Art, Bobart. Is trashing people who put stuff in the fridge to sit there forever, just taking up space. My wife, co-workers, trash them all. Oh, break out the hazmat suit. And Kevin tweets, I'm trashing the inevitable march of time, which takes from all of us. But specifically this week, as it takes from a national audience, the Baron of Bacon, the Sultan of Sodium, the one and only dictator forever may he reign. That's just human filth. When we come back. Mystery guest number two, DA, CBS Sports Radio. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. $5,000 is nothing to you. What was your last contract? A mil and a half now? Now the $5,000? $5,000 is a lot of money. The DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. There's a Trash Tuesday. We're taking your trashes. We are still waiting on mystery guest number two to drop by the studios. The anticipation is drowning us all. Guest number two is slightly late, but we're still waiting with bated breath. The DA Show can be heard on hundreds of affiliates nationwide. It's also on SiriusXM Channel 158 and on your apps, the free Odyssey app and the free CBS Sports app. Upside Down Mike is trashing ridiculous, absurd GD humidity that hasn't gone away from the Northeast for about a month. For those who work outside like me, it's brutal no matter what time of day. I need some cold water. And this to end. Hashtag bye, Sean. Oh, break out the hazmat suit. For the guys in your neighborhood, the Foxies of the world, the Upside Down Mikes, the Bayou Bears, who become familiar to our listeners, do you think you'll see less of them or they'll be part of your life just as much? Less of them because they're only connected to me through the show. I would think I still see them around Bob's. I'm not leaving Bob's bar. Yeah. I think just as much, for okay. sure. This but is I, facts. I do think they're going to listen to this show more than the other show. Even though they're guys from this area and that would listen to those types of of stories. Yeah, because I think they actually prefer the national product that we put forward in conversations I've had with them. And I don't get the vibe they're coming with. Now, they maybe Wow, and those are your friends. Yeah, I mean, they might. You know, they might partake here and there. But I also think it's part of how they start their day is here. I think their days are at different, to- you know, parts of this when I'll be on now. Okay. Well... If they do want to stay with us, obviously they're always welcome. And the producer interviews went pretty well last week. This week and next week, we're starting to get into people that actually have done producing before, have some background in the industry. Been in broadcasting. So that's that's an interesting twist. I tried to make sure that the people that had no background in producing got their shot last week and maybe a few this week as well. But now, now the big dogs are coming out, so we'll see how that that factors in. <laughs> Top that! <laughs> you guys with your 
fancy producer resumes for major markets and drive time shows. No! You guys that have booked huge guests before know how to, to edit audio or have run networks before. No. Try to top <laughs> Dana Mechanicsburg's half-hearted Fat Albert <laughs> impersonation. Eat the buddy, buddy. It's me, Macho Dan, Randy Dan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Macho Dan, Randy Dan. <laughs> By the way, Tyler. Hey, how's it going, dear? <laughs> Tyler Lockett of the Seahawks got married recently, and DK Metcalf attended the wedding wearing a tuxedo, but with shorts. It was tuxedo shorts. DK Metcalf has got to be the strongest dude out there. He is absolutely ripped, cut, physically imposing. Do we think that if anybody gets away with it, it's DK Metcalf or nobody's allowed to get away with tuxedo shorts for a wedding? Well, he technically got away with it, but... You shouldn't be allowed to get away with it. You can't go tuxedo shorts. It's it's full tux or nothing. You might as well just come in and tucked in polo like your uncle would wear. It's a weird look because up top, all business, bow tie, suit jacket, nice pressed white shirt, then the pressed shorts that are also black, but then he's wearing white sneakers. I think they're Nike sneakers and calf high athletic white socks. So yeah. it's it's what party down? It's workout below, business up top. Well, and I'll say that you wear that, you better never come off the dance floor because you were the most dressed and equipped to be yeah. dancing all night. But I also feel like that's attention, right? Isn't the eyes supposed to be on the bride and it not is. anybody else at a wedding? You're right. That's the major foopar there. The major foopar. Right. Yeah, I I agree. I agree. And let me just also state this for the record: this is going to be the least surprising DA take ever. There's been a shift, especially on sports television, of men wearing button-down shirts, slacks, and then sneakers. And I don't like this look. And I know it's for comfort, and I know that sneakers now are far more expensive in some cases than dress shoes. But I still think the look of classy dress shoes pointed toes with a pair of pressed slacks and either a button-down tucked in or a suit jacket on top still looks classiest. And I'm not in the situation where there's a lot of stand-ups on camera, but when I do, I would never wear sneakers under my suit jacket or my suit pants, rather. I just, I think the crisp look of, of dress shoes looks so good on a guy. And that when it you does. wear the sneakers, it makes your feet look a little swollen, maybe compared to your your suit pants. I don't I don't think it look it does not complement a man's physique. I agree. The shoe brings the pant together. It does in so many ways. It's like a bread bringing sandwich together. Mm-hmm. The right bread can change mediocre meat into a great sandwich. Mm-hmm. The right shoes can change mediocre pants into the right pants. You're right. And a great suit is brought down by Bad sneakers. Shoes. Yeah. Yeah. By sneakers, it just it doesn't look this 
or even dressy sketchers. You got to go, you know, look look the part. Even if you wear Jordans, it's like, oh, no, I get that those Jordans are worth 300 bucks and you haven't ever broken them out of the, the box before, but it still doesn't make it look good with a suit jacket. You just you don't have enough people to take pride in how they look anymore. It's, it's terrible. <laughs> That's right. Now I see why they hired you over there. Thank you. I'm Sean Moore, Ash. When we come back on the show, mystery guest is going to join us. It's almost here, mystery guest. You want to fail now? We have it ready. Mystery you guest. Bill, Bill Ryer next? DA, CBS Sports Radio. All right, welcome everybody to the Trash Tuesday edition of this final week of Mraz here on the DA Show. You can always watch the show, and I highly encourage you to do so because our next guest is in studio with us. You can watch at YouTube. Go to the CBS Sports Radio channel. You can also watch on Twitch, the CBS Sports Radio channel there, or at watchda.com. That's mobile-friendly. She is an international model of fame and fortune. She's been a friend of the DA show for a long time. She has helped us regenerate some of our friends and co-workers' wardrobes. And she went to college as a classmate with Mraz. Joining us in studio is the great, beautiful, and talented Lisa Ramos. Hi, how are you? I'm great, Lisa. How are you doing? I'm really good. I had a really good cup of coffee this morning, and I'm happy to be in New York. Excellent. So really good. Excellent. Now, you're originally from Queens. New York, yes. from Queens, yes, but yes. you don't live here anymore. You've I'm all over the place these days, the... but yeah, pretty much here and Europe, but mostly here now. And you do most of your modeling in Europe. Not anymore. No, I'm more here now. This is where oh. my work is now, so I'm going to be here for gotcha. a long time. But, yeah. boy, you saw all the sights and sounds of Europe and fashion weeks yeah. and all these. Mm-hmm. That must be incredible to travel that much. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's so fun. But I always am homesick for New York no matter where I go live. Like, I've lived in Miami, L.A., London, Paris, and I'm just like, I need to go home. Really? It, yeah. It just It's not the same anywhere else. Well, the pizza. Oh, the pizza. Honestly, I've had good pizza. Yeah. In other places. I have not been to Italy, believe it or not. But, yeah, the pizza here is just unmatched. And somehow you have always kept it an incredible figure despite eating tons of pizza. <laughs> I know. I'm really, really blessed like that. I don't know how. I, I eat so much pizza. It's actually crazy. <laughs> you post it on Instagram all the time. Yeah. All the pizza that you eat. Yeah. And you've you've known us for, I think, six or seven years now. We started having you on the show, I think, 2015 or something oh like gosh, that. Oh, my gosh. That's right. Maybe Cause 2016. Because Sean, Sean reached out to me and then yeah. he's like, hey, I'm on the radio now. And I'm like, because, you know. And you were eating tons of pizza back then. Yep. And I know you and I had a conversation like maybe one day you won't be able to eat a ton of pizza, but you still get to eat a ton of pizza. I'm still going to. I think I'm always going to eat a ton of pizza <laughs> unless I'm like allergic or something. You are the sweetest because I reached out to you and I said, hey, it's it's Sean's final week. Would you like to come into the studio and say goodbye? And you're like, absolutely. You yeah. cleared the deck. Yes. So you're a total sweetheart. Thank you for doing of this. Of course. I had to. I'm a friend of the show and... Sean's always been so nice to me. Every time I want to come on, I'm like, hey, can I come on? I need to talk about this. And he's like, yeah, come on in. Now, take us back, Mraz, to when you guys first met. What's the first day or experience you guys have together? Uh, Well, definitely college kids wearing sweatpants online for a class, uh, some kind of web design class. And she was standing in front of the, you know, that first day of college classes where it's (laughs) awkward, everybody's standing there and you just kind of got to sit next to strangers or whatever. 
Lisa's kind of cute. I think I'm just going to sit next to her. And that was it. And we had fun from, you know, a class from there on forward. When you say online, it wasn't an online class. No, no, no. Like well, standing on a physical line. People do used to do that for college where you stood on a physical line yeah. to wait for the class. So, yeah, the classroom opens. The teacher oh, opens that first day. Before the de- it's the not like you have assigned seats in college. You just kind of sit wherever. Right. And me and Lisa sat next to each other and hit it off from there. Yeah, the whole semester we would just chit chat. Sometimes I was late. But we would, I would show up looking a mess. I didn't look how I put together like I look now. Like it was like Uggs. <laughs> Same. Sweats. Yeah, we were just yeah Same. a mess. Samuel <laughs> Westbury. And and what class was it? I, I don't remember the name. It, it was, was like, like a, a graphic design class yeah. or something like that. I think it was something I needed for my media and communications degree. We were just on the computer, like making little graphics. And okay. he always did stuff like giant stuff. And he showed me a giant's tattoo. Uh-huh. So, yeah, yeah. I was really trying to impress back then. <laughs> <laughs> and so did you take it for the actual experience or did you, you guys just needed it for course credits? I think it was just an elective we needed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't recall ever taking a college class. I felt like I wanted to or needed to take. <laughs> Same. It was just about getting that degree. Yeah, I okay. didn't even get my degree. I dropped out. You never did. No. Did you ever graduate from no. anywhere? No. Wow. I'd say it worked out. <laughs> I think I'm okay, but <laughs> definitely. And that's kind of a good lesson, maybe for yeah. for people that don't have a direction in college necessarily. Right. If, why waste? I'm not discouraging people from no. going to school if they want to, yeah. but if you're not sure, why waste money and then right. have to like go back again? I actually know someone, a friend of the family, who went all through law school, took everything, became a lawyer, and decided it wasn't for him, and now he has like all that debt. That's oh. a lot of debt in a and lot of years. Not, yeah, and he's not, and a lot of studying and everything, and now he's not even practicing law. Wow. And I and I would argue that me finishing school. And getting a degree is even more of an argument against getting one. <laughs> Why? Well, I mean, I still was successful, and I think I'm proof that you don't need to pay attention in college. <laughs> so either way, Are two there pillars. Are things you, you can do so much without. Did you? Where did you graduate from? Uh, Syracuse. Oh, okay, right. Hello, I know that from your Instagram. You're a big Cuse like enthusiast. No. Yeah, somewhat. <laughs> I mean, I I'm proud that I went there. The sports though have been bad so i don't like there's don't no care. rah rah pom okay because i i see your posts all the time but I, I remember you being up in that area a lot yeah yeah, yeah. I, I visit up there and and speak to the class and we, we had a campus event not long an alumni event so okay yeah, yeah. sean laughed when i said that i don't know if it's just well, it's because just, he thinks i wave the banner yeah i mean lisa and when you said oh yeah that's right because you know when somebody went to syracuse because they tell you Cuse, that's like the on excuse yeah <laughs> orange <laughs> that's right a big furry orange ball that has eyes and legs. Mm-hmm. So where were you last in terms of traveling? Um, the Hamptons. <laughs> but I've been, before before oh, I want to ask you about the Hamptons. Okay, yeah. Before that, I was in uh, Mykonos for a wedding. Oh, cool. Not Mykonos. What am I talking about? Santorini. Even better. Yeah. Greece. Greece. Yeah. 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 Oh, gorgeous. Yeah. I mean, I was in Lake George so... and Sesame Place, Lisa. So <laughs> I mean, Mykonos, Santorini, <laughs> tomato, Dad, like... tomato, huh? <laughs> Uh, so you were in the Hamptons because you were at the famous now Michael Rubin July 4th party. Yeah. And it, you posted on your Instagram some of the pictures from this. And this in the sports world, I guess the entertainment world in general. Yeah. It was just massive. But in the sports world, everybody who was everybody was there. Mm-hmm. You've been around famous people for a long time now. Was there right. anybody there that you were like, wow, I can't believe I'm around that person? Um. Not really. It was just like everywhere I looked, there was someone. I'm like, oh, so-and-so's here. And then I would go get a margarita. And I'm like, oh, so-and-so's here. And then I would go talk to my friend. And I'm like, oh. So it was just everywhere you looked, there was somebody that you were like, oh, yeah, you recognize. I felt connected to this party because Lisa was at this party. And this is a party of true royalty, entertainment, sports <laughs> royalty. 
And she was there. I'm like, wow, it kind of feels like we've got a friend at this party, which is pretty epic. Yeah, like Instagram-y stuff that we saw where we were like, this person knows us and they're posting it there. So by virtue, we felt cooler, for yeah, sure. Really? Oh yes. my God, that's funny. But you guys, remember Camille? Camille came in with you. Yes, and that's her, her That's her party. That's her and Michael's party at right. their house. For those that don't yeah. know, Camille and, and Lisa are very good friends, have yeah. been for a long time. Camille came in for Extreme Jakeover, I think. Um, no, we came in to talk about our podcast. Oh, That's right, right, the podcast. Pizza and Chill, yeah, while well, we had that going Pizza on. and Chill yeah. podcast. And Camille ended up dating Michael Rubin and then getting married to Michael. Um, well, that she's been with him for way longer before that. They've oh, been together, that right? Yeah, over like, I think six or seven years. I think seven years now. So they've been together for a long time. Because I semi-recently had a kid with Right? They have two kids, two kids. together, okay. two children together, and then they, there's Michael's oldest, who's her stepdaughter. When she came into studio, I, I think they were dating, but they had only been dating for maybe a year or so. No, they had been dating for years at that a point. A longer time than yeah, that? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So Camille and, and Michael Rubin are together, and this is the party that they throw. So mm -hmm. you, you're kind of a VIP because you know Camille so well. So yeah. you, how do they execute a guest list? like this because if you don't get invited to this you're crushed not you i'm, I'm saying anybody um they just it's just honestly they're close I, I say close friends but it's all friends of them and people they actually know um so just who they look and love i guess and but do you have to be careful about plus ones some people don't get plus ones okay. it, and that's just because of the capacity issue and the fire department you can't just have everyone bring in a plus one because we don't want the they don't want the party to get shut down yep right and so how do you get an invitation to Tom Brady? How do you get an invitation to Kim Kardashian? How do how do you physically get to them? Those are their friends. They are in communication with them regularly. It's just, wow. yeah, those are friends of Camila Michael. So it's just easy for them to text or send an invite. What was an athlete that was there that we were like, wow, how did he get in? Maybe a Tobias Harris? Uh, well, <laughs> as far as like on the lower end of the like, athlete? Yeah, how did that person get <laughs> oh, into the party? Nice. Yeah, I mean, maybe a Tobias Harris, though he is a Long Island guy, so that's okay. easy for him. Um, whew, that's a good one. I guess there was a there was a couple of NBA players that people were surprised were there. Well, he's also a sixer, right? and Michael used to part own them, right? It's like yeah. all the good sixers call. were there. Good exactly. Call. Yeah, True. I was going to say, anyone who played for Philly previously, Michael is like really good friends with. Again, he was part owner, so... That's how. I'm gotcha. still stuck at having a party at your house that you have to be afraid of the fire department coming and shutting it down for <laughs> well, size. Yeah. That's the type Must of be party. nice. It's a good problem. Have you been to Bob's Bar? Yeah, Bob's yeah. Bar is a good example of this. <laughs> Wait, I actually saw that on your Instagram. What, what's going on with Bo the Bob's Bar stuff? I'm, I just want to know. Is it like a whole event? Or... <laughs> well, wow. Wait, it, just to stop question. you, somebody who was at Michael Rubin's 4th of July party <laughs> is asking us, I saw this on Instagram. What's the deal here with yeah. Bob's yeah, Bar? Yeah, because I see your guys' posts. Like, I, I, I love Sean's posts with his family stuff, and I'm like, oh, it's so, like, wholesome and nice and I see your stuff so I see everything yeah well Bob's bar is the outdoor bar that Mraz's dad built outside oh, their kidding. home yes that I was thought it was like a a public place that right. people can go to it looks like that but but Bob and Nancy Mraz's parents invite anybody in the neighborhood to come to their outdoor bar and we talk about it so much on the show that we invited our listeners two years in a row to come visit. If they wanted to make the flight or the drive, oh just come gosh. visit. And so the what you saw a month and a half ago or so, a little over a month ago, those were just listeners that came to party with us on a Friday out at uh, his parents' house. Oh, wow. Well, that's so nice of you, Sean. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, look, you tell 
Michael Camille they're looking for another location next year for Bob would love to have him that could be the B party exactly overflow exactly that could be like the after after party that's where Tobias Harris shows up and he's like wait what who's Randy <laughs> Randy in Alabama made the white party <laughs> Now, is there anybody at the door that has to make sure that everybody's in white? Like, is there clothing violations at this party? There are multiple checkpoints for uh -huh. security and multiple, there's like security on the roof even. Like it's just, security's very tight and yeah, you have to wear white. What happens if you don't? I guess you don't come you in. Don't I don't, nobody, you nobody turn around? tried that. I, I don't know, nobody tried that. Everyone knew to wear white. How did you decide what you would wear? This is a huge party. Um, I had a few options. I ordered like five dresses. Really? <laughs> yeah, and only two of them came in and I picked the best one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because this is a big deal. Like, you've got to make sure you got the right thing for this party. Well, yeah. I mean, it's really fun for me and our, like our group of friends. And we're always like, I mean, we do this for every event. But we're like, what are you going to wear? What are you going to wear? I'm going to wear this. And, you know, Camille gets like fully styled. A lot of girls get fully styled by like stylists and stuff. But I just wore something that I ordered. Who were you most impressed by what they wore? Um, I, there was actually, I don't even know her name, but there was like a woman there who looked super chic and she was like in her forties or fifties and I had to compliment her, but I, I don't know who she was. That's the annoying part, but I know she was, she had to have been someone in the fashion world or something. Yep. Was there an athlete that you're like, damn, that guy's got, he's got good fashion. He's got good taste. Um, no, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I will say, um, Tom Brady was, is very nice and normal and relaxed. Oh and, yeah. And nor yeah. He does feel like that type of guy, right? Yeah. Like if you saw him in a, a social situation, he seems like a pretty normal guy. Yeah. Just nice and you know, good, calm energy. Yeah. Yeah. Were there some people there that you could tell this was their first really important party? Yeah, yeah, there were, yeah, but n yeah, I'm not going to say who, but yeah, no. there were, of course, people get really excited and, you know, it's also the 4th of July, which is exciting and right. it's the Hamptons, which is exciting and yeah, just a bunch of things going on. I think the bigger question is, did we misplay you and Camille coming in that day? Could we have continued the relationship to finagle us <laughs> into the party by now? Did we drop know. the ball there? Maybe, maybe you guys needed to have us in a little bit more. Right. <laughs> I do have a question though. All those famous people there. It's the 4th of July. Yeah. Are we doing like a fireworks show out in the back lawn? Is like Tom Brady running, lighting the firecracker, running back with the barbecue lighter <laughs> like I'm doing in the street? Yeah, Brady's got the Roman yeah. candle up. No, it's me doing it. No, I'm just kidding. They um they have like a whole pyrotechn, whatever that's called, that's cool. team doing all like the fireworks show. Oh, yeah. And it's like a huge production. Over the water, I guess. Uh, I think it was over the Yeah, probably. Like on that, the bayside. That incredible house overlooks the the, the water, the shore, right. so it's right on the beach. Right, yeah, so the fireworks were crazy good, of course. Did anybody get too drunk? I kind of overdid a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. I, I'm a lightweight, and I was just like, you know, it was hot. I was having fun with my friends, so I couldn't have yeah. maybe a one too many margaritas, but only one too many. You know when it's, like, not bad, but you're like, the next day you're like, okay, maybe yeah. I need to drink water. Yeah. I think I would be totally paranoid if I went to a Michael Rubin party. There's all these celebrity athletes and celebrities in general. And I'm just like free beer, free high-end cocktail, free everything. <laughs> yeah. I'll just keep doing it. And then suddenly you wake up the next day. You're like, oh my God, did I make a jackass out of myself? You gotta play the beach. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I hate to pat myself back. I was at Justin Timberlake's album release party. I had this dilemma. <laughs> True. I was the least important person there and I just played it cool. You got to just played it cool. Water beer, water beer, water beer. Okay. Always have a beer in your hand looking cool. Oh. You is can't that, get is that a real story? 
Yeah. So you didn't overdo it at that party? No, not at all. And I was 100% the least important person there. Oh, but you just wanted to make sure you didn't. Yeah, I wanted to look cool drinking, but make sure I wasn't tripping over myself. That's a really good trick I use at events, too. Yeah. I, like, drink one full drink, and then I just hold the second one. So, you know what I mean? It looks yeah. like you're doing something. I did shots well. with Ciara that night. You might have heard yeah. of her. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. He <laughs> thinks he had a chance with her that night. Yeah, that's it. Like, I definitely did, Lisa. You did? Yes. Why do you think that? Thank you. Oh, I don't think I was prepared to answer this this morning. Uh, well... She seemed to enjoy my company. You know, you could tell there was some flirtatious stuff. Russell was acting a little, I call him Russell. He uh -huh. was acting a little odd. Note that she was dating Russell Wilson. Yeah, at the and time. he was right. there. Who yeah, she's married he was there. And yeah. I, could yeah. just, I could just tell deep down if she didn't feel like she had to keep up the image of being with a quarterback, she might be a chubby chaser, as we like to call them. Oh, my goodness. Um, <laughs> and she did tell me at the end, Sean, have a good night. Okay. So she's a nice person. <laughs> she's a nice person. Yeah. Wow. So Lisa thinks no shot. Okay. No, uh, I don't. I just, she's just being nice. <laughs> she would just be nice. Correct. Right. Yeah. Correct. And wow. people can think you're funny, but not want to date you, not be physically attracted to you. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maraz yeah, doesn't yeah. think that there's any difference between the I two. I am, that, Sean. Don't worry. That if I think somebody you're both. laughs at him, he immediately thinks that they're sexually attracted to him. You no, know, there's a difference between laughing and flirting. That, that's true. There is a difference between laughing yeah. and flirting. Yeah, yeah. But not all laughing means flirting. Well, I know that. I mean, DA's not flirting with me every day. <laughs> I, think, I think if a female laughs at you, you think that they're into you. No, that's not. My wife laughs at my jokes all the time. <laughs> She's not into you. <laughs> exactly. Um, no, no, that's not true at all. That's not true at all. Man, I'm really. So Mraz actually did go to this party. It was at the Super Bowl. Oh, and the there Bowl. was okay. one of our producers who was invited through Tiki Barber. Yeah. And then Tiki said no. And so this producer had a plus one. So we brought Mraz. How fun. And it was, yeah. at what Prince's, a drop off. it was at Prince's Twin Cities Palace, right? It was yeah. in Minneapolis. I got in with Tiki's pass and the Tiki talked his way back in later on anyway. <laughs> so this was at Prince's huge Paisley mansion. Place. Oh, Paisley yeah. Place. Wow, that's crazy. And Justin Timberlake had an album release. And so there were all these famous people. And he and Mraz did end up, I wasn't invited. He did end up hanging with Sierra and Russell Wilson, hanging in air quotes, but he really does believe Well, he it. was. I mean, yeah, you're at the same party. You're having drinks together. Yeah, we were in the same up. inner circle. Yeah, we knew the yeah same exactly. People. You got mutual friends. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Sierra, he really thinks that he had a chance with Sierra. <laughs> no, he doesn't. He's just kidding. No, he doesn't. <laughs> no, he's not. No, like, if, I have never said this about other famous people. I'm telling you, we had a connection that night. We had a connection, okay. and I knew it. Okay, I believe you then. No, you don't. you don't. No, if you don't. If you say don't. that, you never say that about others. <laughs> I don't. Okay. I believe you then. <laughs> she's also a nice person. Like she Ciara, is. Yeah. She's so nice. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Bogues has a headlines here to do. So why don't we do that? And, and Lisa will stay with us. We don't have to take a break right now. So Lisa Ramos is in studio for Mraz's final week of shows here. Uh, guys, it's almost like winning the actual NBA title. The Cavaliers, the best team in Vegas this summer, taking last night's finale from the Rockets, 99-78. To leave Sin City with a 6-0 record, Isaiah Mobley put up 28 points and 11 boards. But Houston's first-round pick, Cam Whitmore, was named Summer League MVP. Uh, we heard Joel Embiid in soundcheck finally. He says the Philly or anywhere else comment was just him being a troll. He should maybe yell that into a doorbell camera next time. Uh, the Athletic says <laughs> Embiid has expressed <laughs> no such sentiment to Sixer management. They actually believe he wants to finish his career in Philly. But the Athletic does say the relationship between James Harden and Daryl Morey 
is definitely severed. Uh, maybe this is significant NFL news. Aaron Donald's a 99 Madden for a record seventh time. That breaks his tie with Peyton Manning. EA Sports revealing rankings position by position this week as we near the game's release. Enjoy him while you got him. Shohei Otani, home number 35, a two-run shot, bottom seven to tie the Yankees at three. Phil Nevin gets to manage him just for a little bit longer. Whenever you're superstars and you're, you know, we know what he is for us and really the whole league and all of baseball worldwide, when they step up in moments like that and, and have, a, have something like that happen, what it does for the whole place. But you guys have to understand what it does for our dugout, too. It's it's massive. The Angels won 4-3 in the 10th on an RBI single. The Yanks have now dropped 7 of 9. They are 15 and 20 since Aaron Judge hurt his toe. And back in the NFL, eight teams have rookies reporting to training camp today. That list includes the Chiefs, the Bills, the Ravens, and the Giants. Guys, back to you. All right, what we're going to do here is play the epic fail now so we have more time on the back end with Lisa Ramos. Earlier in the morning, Mraz thought that the village people were called the Macho Man. Even the DA show is not perfect. We know. Shocking. Here's the epic fail. My cousin went to Duke. That's why I wanted to go to Duke. If he could do it, I could do it. He was also a naval engineer. So dumb. Like, dumb. Dumb, dumb, dumb. You By the way, navel's not artist. belly button in this <laughs> scenario. No, no, okay. no. No, like the, the, the Macho Man song, In the Navy. Da, 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 da. He was doing that. <laughs> he was doing show tunes? By the Macho Man. Macho Man Randy Savage. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. No. No, oh, Macho Man. The group. They did YMCA. The group uh, Macho no. Man? The village people. That's the village people. And they, That's right. They do that every night at Yankee Stadium. How do you not know that one? Yeah, right. The village people. I don't know why I call them the Macho Man. And they did songs Macho Man and oh, that was in song. the Navy. In the Navy. That's what I meant. Not naval like your naval cavity. Do you have any problem with that? I just thought it was in the bloodline. Look, I'm a naval engineer. He's just shifting his belly around. It's like that Phillies fan that has the Philly fanatic tattooed around his belly button. Naval engineer right here. Give me another beer. I can make it big. I can make it flat. I can make it wobble. I can make it talk. Yeah. Engineer this naval. <laughs> you know that song by the Macho Man? I'm the Macho Man Randy Savage and me and Gene Okerlund, I'm going to be your co-host. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. yeah. In the Navy. Yeah, Randy yeah. Savage wrote that song. <laughs> Ooh, me and Miss Elizabeth going to the Navy. Yeah. <laughs> We're in the Navy now. <laughs> And I'll tell Hulk Hogan that arm of the armed forces isn't as... This is a terrible... (laughs) (laughs) Epic fail, you loser. That is why you fail. Epic fail. My macho man became a pirate pretty quickly. You gave up like Jody giving up on the phone number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The poll question today, do you get angry at people who don't eat ice cream? 73% of you are sane human beings, and they say, no! What? Data tells us it takes about 50 licks to finish one scoop of ice cream. Vanilla and chocolate make up over half of ice cream sales in the U.S. I would have thought higher than that. 
Mraz got angry at Sesame Place when the theme park ran out of Cookie Monster's Blue Soft Serve Ice Cream. And Mraz also ate ice cream four times out of six days on his vacation. That's data. Lisa Ramos is with us here in studio for Mraz's final week of shows. They were friends back in college in a unnamed class neither one of them remember. Which, yeah. Wow, that's bad. It is. We've lived a lot since then. That's yeah. why. But what's most important is we remembered each other. Yes. Than what we learned. And Lisa's been kind enough to come into the show a number of times over the years. We helped Jacob Wilkins get back on his feet after he looked like a homeless man in that in that chair. (laughs) Still looks homeless. And less homeless though. Helped Shep get back on his feet as well, fashion wise. So Lisa, what will be your final memories of Mraz on the radio here on the DA show? What will you take away? Um, I don't know. It's just always been nice and fun and easygoing here. And I'm glad Sean was the first one to invite me to come on here. And then I became friends at the show. So it's really nice to have been able to come on here. And also, I'm very happy for you, Sean, that you're Thank you. getting your promote. It's a promotion. Yes. A big yep. thing. A big yes. deal. Yep. That's yes. amazing. Congratulations. Contrary to popular belief. Thank no, you. No, that's amazing. <laughs> yes. It's a promotion. Yes. So it that's is. amazing. It's a bittersweet moment for all of you because now you're not going to see each other as often. Exactly. Which you guys are now going to have to make an effort to be friends because sometimes men don't do that. They don't like make an effort to like do coffee or do dinner. You're going right. to have to do that to keep in touch. Right. Make wow. an effort. Yeah. That is like, that might be the best advice she's leaving us with. That is really good. Yeah. That's really good. Which means like the Bob's Bar thing has to keep going so that we all have an excuse to keep coming together. (laughs) In case you haven't noticed, he cares way more about my dad's bar than me. (laughs) I thought that was a real place. It is a real place. You can't find it on Yelp, but it is a real place. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's like a speakeasy. Yeah, it looks, yeah. Yeah, you can host like illegal poker games there or something. Already did. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure. Dark tournaments. For it's sure. the hottest club on the South Shore of Long Island. It is. Bob's Bar. What part of Long Island are you we in? We can't say. Oh, you can't say. <laughs> uh, okay. That's West Babylon. I'm Bayshore. They're right by. Oh, you. okay. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. always in Long Island. Unlike your fancy house in Hamptons, I'm a good mile and a half from the bay. Oh, I have family in Long Island. I'm always yeah. in Long Island. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you find yourself in need of an after, 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 after party of a Michael Rubin <laughs> West Hamptons jaunt, then there's always Bob's Bar. Yeah, I can go to Sean's house, Sean's dad's house. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. I've only, I only would at least have come to my parents' house 20 years ago, but now I do. I'll show up with a few people. <laughs> Is there anything you're working on that you want to promote for our listeners? Um, not right now. There are things I'm working on, but not okay. that I'm going to talk about. Uh, let us know all the social media channels our listeners can find you at. Um, Instagram, L-I-S-A-A-R-A-M-O-S. And then on there, there's a list of other places if you care enough. Have you done the jump over to threads? threads. Yeah, I did that like on day two and I was glued to my phone because it was so much fun. And now it's just regular. But I haven't been on Twitter in over a week. And TikTok? I'm on there sometimes. Okay. Yeah. Are you guys on threads? Uh, yeah, we all we all made the jump as well, but I think it was really exciting the first 48 hours, and now it's kind of just a thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Thanks to Lisa Ramos, Pete the Body Bilotti, Mraz, Bogish, Cap, I'm DA. We'll see you tomorrow. The Mothership Disconnects. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.